0: Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan.
1: And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dogs.
0: Today, we learn all about the Irish Wolfhound.
1: Yeah, we want we want to help you learn about different breeds and see which one's right for you.
0: Or just geek out by learning about all the different breeds out there. Our goal is to make the world better for dogs, so less of them end up in shelters and... That's why we're here.
1: So let's, let's learn a little bit about the Irish wolfhound and see why it might be Megan's spirit animal.
0: So we are here with Jen and we are talking Irish wolfhounds today. So being a tall human being myself, <laughs> I always love, yeah, can you see the difference here? <laughs> I'm six feet tall. So as a woman, that's tall. And um, when I see these taller breeds, you know, I just think they're so majestic. Um, and I've, I've met a couple. In fact, there was one Irish Wolfhound we actually did an interview with, um, but it was at a A pet event and it was so noisy with all of what there was a band playing that the audio just wasn't great to use on the show so we've been dying to get an irish wolfhound episode out so thank you so much for joining us and um jen you said you've had irish wolfhounds for how long
2: nearly 50 years i got my first wolfhound back in 74 i think wow and I've had some lean years with no wolf founds, but, um, but I've pretty much had wolf found since then.
0: That's wow. amazing. And so my well, breed. yeah, yeah. And we connected cause you also have a border terrier. So we do. super fantastic. So, you know, we, we can relate to having, you know, terrier people get each other. <laughs> so, um, we'll jump into the questions first. So. Seeing such a large dog, how much exercise do Irish wolfhounds need? I,
2: I would say moderate an a moderate amount. They A good free run a day in an enclosed fenced area um, is usually enough. Okay. And if you can't do that, we'll, you know, we'll do leash walks a couple of times a day, a, okay. a decent length one. Um, we're pretty good here. We've got a nice enclosed area for everybody. We can't do the whole property, it, but, um, and the puppies I don't trust yet, but, <laughs> but the older females will go out off lead and they can have a good run. Wow. That's usually enough.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Us tell people don't need a ton of exercise either. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they don't. And, and, and one of them right now is laying on the sofa and they like to, you know, they like some free play, But yeah, they're pretty good at, they're pretty mellow for the most part.
0: Yeah, that sounds great.
1: Um, So are they easily trainable?
2: Yes, I I would say they are, they're really intelligent, but they are like, um, if you teach, if you ask them to sit, Three times and they sit three times, and then you ask them to sit a fourth time, they look at you like that you're really stupid because Mm -hmm. I just showed you three times that I can do this.
0: So similar to a border terrier in that they're smart, but they don't have to please you like a golden retriever and do it over and over and over.
2: Exactly. And they were they were bred to be independent hunters, much like the borders are bred to go to ground and find it without that human connection. So they, they're just independent thinkers in that sense. They're usually pretty easy to potty train. They're pretty clean. Um, so I, I would say that they're easily trainable, Okay, but I know people that don't think so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's about the trainer. Oh, and I think you said in your notes too, it has to be positive reinforcement training, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. They're really sensitive and just, you can look at them cross and they're like, I'm sorry. Gosh, so no,
0: they sound like my spirit animal. They sound <laughs> a lot like I am. <laughs> I
2: see wolf found in your future.
0: <laughs> um, so having had terriers and I see uh, Dickens behind oh. you. Um,
2: oh, sorry, how? No, I no. to see the wolfhounds, but the one wolfhound's on the couch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, do they bark a lot?
2: N- no, I it's mean, all alert if somebody, if somebody pulls in a drive or somebody, we're re- very rural where we're at. And so if somebody drives down the road slow, they let us know, but inside they're pretty quiet.
0: Okay. So I don't know if your border terrier is a big barker, but ours are. So that's a question that I think is important to ask.
2: <laughs> it is. And actually they, they howl. Wolfhounds are howlers and they talk i don't i mean they'll back to you Uh right and but they don't have that i mean other than the size of them and their bark they're not ear piercing barks like the border
0: (laughs) is that's good that's good to know
2: yeah that
1: there's there is a note that science has not yet been able to determine,
2: and that's the border terrier bark.
0: The octave of the border terrier. Yeah.
2: So if, yeah, the decibels are, yeah, they need to be measured. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So, so are they, a sh- do they shed a lot? Are you constantly, you know, having to keep up with a lot of fur?
2: They they're a double coated breed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, they have a soft undercoat and a and a coarse wiry outer coat. I mean, they shed like pretty much any breed. There's just a lot more of them to shed. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's if you have five of them, which we do, <laughs> you're it's a vacuum everyday situation. If yeah,
1: I would imagine that. what's so. the what's the grooming like?
2: Um, for just maintenance we a good brushing a good thorough brushing once or twice a week is is good enough to keep them tidy if you're going to show them um it's their hand stripped like a border okay and and you've got to strip their ears and which nobody likes and yeah (laughs) um but that's a lot more intensive but for just the average you know person that has a companion animal just a good brushing a couple times a week and
1: so do you strip them
2: I do um I actually try and do what they call rolling the coat Mm -hmm. um just anytime I'm out with them outside I'll pull some hairs off of them but I don't really strip them down as much as some show people do I don't like that naked look right but i do strip the ears down and that's what they hate the most but for right now in the winter um they're pretty woolly
1: i can i can imagine how long it would take to strip Uh, it it, it takes me a whole day to do a border i can only imagine how long it takes to do it
2: yeah it i mean it's it's hard generally a lot of people strip the puppy coat when it gets to be a certain age they completely strip out the coat which is supposedly encourages the proper coat to grow mm-hmm. in and I just never do that part of that's just I, I don't not it's not necessarily laziness but it's just hard with puppies
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I can strip their coat when they're older some blow coat some don't um, but I I just I don't know. I'm just not very good about it. <laughs> so
0: um, being that they're large dogs, how much space do they need?
2: Well, we're, we have five. They need room to stretch out if they so want to, which they do. We're all on their backs. But I mean, we've got five in an 800 square foot apartment. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) And well, we've got, it's above a 2000 square foot shop and we've got acres. So yeah, But but when we go to bed at night, most, or even most of the time, when we're up here, they're here, they're, they want to be with us. So they all have, you know, there'll be two on the love seat and a couple in beds and somebody on our bed and somebody laying in the kitchen. So they all seem, they all seem fine. I mean, I've got friends in, um, Manhattan that has three or two, excuse me, she just lost one of hers, oh. two wolfhounds. Um, and they do fine in small spaces as well as a normal sized home. Yeah, wow. wow,
0: that's amazing. Cause you know, I guess you would think they need more space, but since they're not crazy active, then you know, that that works and you've got quite a bit of space for them, you know, to run around in, which is We,
2: we do, and, and it's funny because Dickens will get everybody wound up occasionally. And, and it's, we've got kind of a galley kitchen that comes into the area that I, our living area that I'm in now. And they'll just run back and forth and back and forth. And it, it he's the one that gets them going. So yeah. sounds <laughs> pretty mellow. So pretty. Yeah. He's
0: like, we need some action. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so
1: it, it, what are the most common health issues that people see or, or, or should be prepared for when they uh, encounter this breed?
2: I'm going to say number one is osteosarcoma, is bone cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, heart disease is another. Bloat and torsion is a concern mm-hmm. with any deep chested breed, mm-hmm. and, um, and pneumonia. Oh wow! I think um, are but osteosarcoma is probably the number one.
0: Did I read about liver shunt as well? That, that's
2: something. Yes, that's for puppies. Okay. So all puppies, generally that test isn't done until puppies are nine weeks old. So the breeder of the litter, it, it's a simple blood test. There's some fasting beforehand and um, I won't go into that detail, but all the puppies are tested, It should be tested at nine weeks to eliminate that and and then they can go on to their homes at 10 to 12 weeks or so
0: and that, but was something-
2: that will that's a death now
0: yeah and that was something that i read uh, on the the irish wolfhound um page that you sent me was that puppies need to go home later than in you know we, we all think oh eight weeks but that's not the case for wolfhounds right
2: it, it isn't and one of the reasons is the, is the shunt testing, but the other one is they, they grow incredibly fast, but they mature slowly Mm. and they really learn a lot from their mother and litter mates in those extra four weeks between eight or even the two at 10. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the most part, they, they just learn a lot and they grow so fast. The puppies are generally a pound to a pound and a half at birth. And by the time they go to their new homes at 12 weeks they're close to 40 pounds wow well the pound <laughs> so, pound
1: and a half was the that's big. That's a,
2: yeah yeah I think about a pound of hamburger i mean yeah. it's not, it's not yeah. very big so they grow fast but they mature slowly and it just is they need that extra. The, they learn a lot yeah stay with their breeder do
1: this is something that it doesn't have anything to do with the irish wolfhound but it has something to do with the deep chested uh breeds do you do you suggest that people get the stomach tacked when they uh do the uh neuter spade
2: well first of all wolfhounds we don't since they don't fully mature until they're close to two they're both, their growth plates don't close until they've matured. So we don't spay or neuter before that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and they generally females don't get their first season until they're well past one. And I suppose that you could, it doesn't, I, I don't have any of mine tapped, but all my dogs are intact. So, uh, mm-hmm. but it. It won't stop from bloating for the dog from bloating. It might stop from torsion, Mm -hmm. right? But there's still too many questions about it. Yeah. And I would say to, to talk to your breeder, if you're going to do it first and then talk to your vet about it. Because the breeder knows their lines. If it's happened in the past, it's likely it could happen again
1: with Mm
2: -hmm. offspring. So
1: yeah, it's excellent advice. Yeah.
2: What
0: about average lifespan? I know the larger dogs, unfortunately, don't live as long. What, uh, what do you guys see with the average lifespan? Six to eight
2: oh. years. <laughs> it's short. Um, I've had some go to nine and a half. I've found for me that seven is average. Okay. Uh, mm. So, yeah.
1: So... What's your uh, favorite thing or characteristic about uh, the Irish Wolfhound? What drew, drew you to this breed 50 years ago?
2: Well, actually it was longer than that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I met my first Wolfhounds when I was like four and a half in, we were living near a beach in, in Indiana. And the beach that we went to all the time had a house on the dunes and they had Wolfhounds. And that's where I met my first Wolfhounds. Um, I would say they seek eye contact and they want to hold it. Most dogs, if you look at them too long, will look away. They right. it's intimidating. Wolfhounds seek that. They they want to be and they seek physical contact as well. They right. they want to be touching you. So they're not a dog to get and go, yeah, you can go live in the doghouse outside. That's not for them.
0: We don't want anyone to do that.
2: <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. Ours live in the lap of luxury. So, um, but I, I'd say that they're they're um, they're tactile. So they they, we call it clobber paw. Yeah. They're they. I, I would say that's that's probably that that they are so connected to to their humans. Yeah. They, they are intuitive and really connect with your moods and emotions. So um, they sound amazing. They, they do. They're really <laughs> they're <laughs> they're wonderful.
1: Awesome. How, I know this wasn't on our pre-questions, but I do have one. How do they do with other dogs? Because, you know, you think Wolfhound and kind of what they were bred for how so how are their relationship with other dogs that they don't know obviously that's not part of their path
2: generally it's very good um we've had labs with our wolfhounds in the past um and dickens and even going to dog shows or even a specialty is especially great when it's just showing wolfhounds um they everybody seems to get along fine even intact they we've had intact males here together
1: right
2: even and there's just they're generally just a good natured being they yeah. pretty much just want to get along with everybody oh yeah.
0: now um we didn't put this on the list but you you did comment back that we didn't ask you what your least favorite thing oh. <laughs> or characteristic was
2: <clears throat> excuse me um They don't mind stepping on your feet (laughs) at all, and they really don't always have a sense of their size, Mm -hmm. and they so it. Yeah, I've got constant bruises, black eyes. You know, bit tongue because they just they throw themselves around at times without giving thought to it, and. And we've got a couple that will actually stand on your foot. So you can't move. (laughs)
0: And how, and how heavy are they? Like, so how much weight are we talking?
2: Um, For a male, we're talking 185 pounds. (laughs) Wow. And my, my um, oldest female is probably 140. Wow. Wow. So it's, I mean, and it's, you know, the, Big feet have big claws, toenails, and barefoot, and all that. Yeah, it's a mess. (laughs) My feet are bruised constantly.
1: You got to get some steel-toed boots to wear as your house shoes, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: what's it?
1: What's it like to live with? uh, You know, what do you when you when you could sum it up in a short paragraph? What's it like to live with with a uh, Irish wolfhound?
2: That's a great question. It's kind of like living with another human. Mm. They're interested and want to participate in pretty much everything that you're doing. And they just have a way of looking they, they're smart. So they, I swear they know more than what they say. Dogs know a hundred words or what, no, they know everything we say. (laughs) And, but it's like living with another human to me.
1: Yeah yeah what one thing i wanted to know is as as a person that was that, that found these dogs is oh this is the dog i want but they've ne- maybe never had a a dog or maybe never had a dog of any size maybe they had a family lap dog or whatever would an irish wolf Helm be a good first dog for somebody that's a good question
2: it is a good question <laughs>
0: And you I can would say, say it depends if you you know,
2: I, yeah, I mean my inclination is no
0: mm-hmm.
2: partially because they are such a sensitive they really are sensitive
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and you can really mess them up if you don't know what you're doing
1: yeah
2: and and if you if it is your first dog, then you've really got to keep in contact with your breeder mm-hmm. because they'll walk, they're the ones that are going to walk you through everything. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but t- yeah, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, no, Yeah.
0: Which is, which is totally fine too, because we've said, we don't think border terriers are a good first time dog for people, you know, like, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, you want a dog or do you want a dog? Uh, you know, like there's a difference. And so, right it really is important that people understand that. So thank you. For well, that. and
2: if you'd like, let if Katie, let me see if I can get one of my, well, Katie, she's not going to come. Katie, <laughs> I'll get off the couch and come here and say, hi, if that's okay. That Absolutely. would be wonderful. Come, here, Katie. Love to see come, here. Katie. come say, come show your pretty face. Come show them your pretty face. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. She's
2: gorgeous. This is Katie. She will be five in march so she's going to gray but um yeah she's she is our needy dog (laughs) she's the needy one she's like
0: why didn't you ask me to come over sooner
2: (laughs) probably but she was snoozing on the she's like i'm not going to lose my spot on the couch but no they're just she's got her head into my arm right now they're just they're very sweet very sweet dogs
0: well, you know, what's interesting is that, you know, I, I think I've seen two in my lifetime, probably I saw one in front of a pet smart about 10 years ago. And then we saw the one at that event, which was a dog event. Oh my gosh. She is lovely. Look at her. You really realize how big they are when she gets her head up next to yours. I mean, I can see why you have bruises because her and, head is huge.
2: Yeah. And, and actually she's the probably the middle sized girl. Olive is bigger. And then so we kept, we bred Olive. We kept two of the puppies. We kept a male and a female. And Silas is the biggest well found I've ever had of males. He's huge. He's wow. probably easily 37 at the shoulder. Wow. And his head's, I mean, he's, yeah, he's way bigger. Wow.
1: 37 inches at the shoulder.
2: Yeah, so that's his shoulder's counter height. Wow. So so they can, that's another thing to think about is how clean do you want your counters?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a benefit there too, isn't there?
2: Well, especially after they run their drippy beard across (laughs) it and wipe it down then. But it, you know, I mean, that's another thing for people to think about with a breed like this. Not only can he reach the back of the, he can, almost reach the windowsill above the counter.
0: Wow. He can
2: reach the back of the stove. He can. So you can't do
0: anything. Yeah. He...
2: On the counter isn't enough. No. And, and we're constantly cleaning counters. Wow. Uh, because
0: so if you like
2: the counter surf. Yeah. No yeah.
0: If you're OCD and you leave nothing out on your counters, this would be good except for the fact that the fur and then the drippy beard and all of that. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And, and, and even then there, even if they know that there's nothing on the counters, there might be something magically appear on the ca- I mean, it just doesn't matter. They they'll counter serve no matter how clean you keep them. They uh-huh. they're going to look.
0: Yeah. So don't leave like a beer bottle sitting there. Cause that'll get knocked over and broken. It,
2: it, it will. Yeah. And so you really have to think clean so. up the puddle that they made with it. Yeah. So <laughs> and they're, and they're, you know, they're, since they do shed it's you, if you like clean clothes, don't get a wolfhound. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and you know, we got, we've talked in previous episodes, my parents got Michael, which she says is the best birthday gift ever. One of those robot vacuums. And that thing changed our lives in terms of just cleaning up all the border terrier fur. Now it would probably have to do several passes, even, you know, in a small place to get all that wolfhound hair. But that thing helps immensely.
2: <laughs> I, I've thought about it, but I think it would kill it. I mean, just. <laughs> it, it might, it might. I mean,
1: <laughs> you've got, you've got five, right?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we have two border terriers. So, you know, and, <laughs> and it's, I think it's about a year old maybe. Yeah, so, we're, so we were curious too. We were like, well, that even work for us.
2: And, you know, I've thought about it and it, it might work in a small space but there's dog beds everywhere it would have to navigate i mean it's when it's probably good for a small space but not necessarily ours yeah yeah but it might be something to to ask for a birthday present for there you go. yeah yeah exactly
0: well um do you have any other questions I,
1: I don't i just have a comment thank you for sharing to uh your, your experience with the Irish Wolfhound Founded Day. I know there's a lot of fans of this breed out there. And, uh, and I think it's exciting that we're able to get someone on this. Get so much experience with them. So thank you for doing that.
2: Thanks for inviting me. It's, it's great to be a spokesperson for the breed. And we try wherever we can. When you have a dog like this, you go anywhere in public, you are representing the breed because everybody has to stop you yeah yeah
0: you're a great, uh, great i appreciate that oh you're just a great uh mouthpiece for the breed i mean it's clear how much you love this breed and and to think that you know when you were four years old was your first experience that's so cool it was meant to be
2: it was I, definitely yeah
0: well thank you so much thank really you
2: appreciate it thank you
0: what a great interview! We hope you learned a lot about the Irish Wolfhound and potentially to see if it's the right dog for you.
1: Yeah, one of the things that Jim forgot to mention, and that it's it's important we point out, is that it's it's critical that you have a fenced backyard for this breed. I, I yeah, definitely. I think you should put that on your checklist. Something to consider.
0: Yeah, they're they're bred to go after wolves, so that instinct is hardwired in there so that means they like to run and I I would love to see one just take off
1: yeah so Megan tell people why the Irish wolfhound might be your spirit animal
0: well gosh well when Jen was describing the breed I was like is she describing me or the Irish wolfhound so they're obviously tall and lanky and I know you can't tell from this and you can see I'm taller than this guy but I'm six feet tall uh Quite a quite a long, large wingspan, and um, and they're very sensitive, yep, and empathetic, and and you know she was saying that they they know when you're feeling something, and that's me. So, yeah, I uh, I don't think this would be the right breed for me because they're so large. I just don't know that that would work for our lifestyle. But boy, do they sound like my spirit
1: animal. So (laughs) I've got a new spirit animal. Well, folks, folks, we hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, please give us a thumbs up. Uh, Hit the uh, subscribe button down there and the notification bell. We put these out every two weeks. We love it uh, when you send your comments in. So please send your comments in. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, please give us a review. That would help us a lot. Uh, once again, thank you so much. And Megan, can you tell people how they can get in touch with us?
0: Yeah. So we're on social media everywhere at Dog Nerd Show. Website is dognerdshow.com. Drop us a line, dognerdshow@gmail.com, at gmail.com, if you'd like to be interviewed. And like Michael said, we love your comments. I love hearing about your dogs. So if you have an Irish wolfhound or you've had one in the past, let us know in the comments. And always let us know what you want to hear more of.
1: Well, until next time, folks, bye. Bye.